0: See ya. Hello. I am the person who pronounces tomato tomato." I hear that uh, a lot of people do not think I exist. I would also like to tell you other things about me. I take candy from children. I eat my boogers publicly after I pick my nose and maintain eye contact. Whenever a friend shows me a picture of a naked woman that he has found online, I begin to masturbate furiously in front of him. I do not care who sees my shaft. Thank you. You you. At long last, we finally know the prices of the Xbox Series S and Xbox Series X, and i for one applaud microsoft for stepping up first and saying hey sony it's okay that you've got an uncircumcised penis and you want to keep it a secret but we're not afraid to show our girthy yet short johnson to the world and say hey it's not exactly what you wanted but here it is so the series s which is the lesser of the two going to cost 300 bucks bravo again microsoft (laughs) series s is going to cost 500 but that was to be expected um but i'm just excited they put that out there november 10th and that is right around the corner the pre-orders start at the end of september i think it's the 22nd or the 29th somewhere in between i'm not buying one um but i'm still very excited that they took the first step because sony Either the PlayStation 5s are going to cost $3,000 or it makes no sense why they didn't immediately come out once Microsoft said it. It's clear what you were waiting for. Uh, And now it's just the waiting game. I have registered. Thankfully, they sent me an invitation to register because I've played my PlayStation 4 within the last six months, but I don't understand... What's the hold up like let me just give you my money. You shouldn't have to kick somebody's door in to shove hundreds of dollars in their face How dare they they make me feel like some guy who shows up to a strip club claiming to only want to see his girlfriend. I? Shouldn't have to feel like this. I should feel like my money is appreciated and wanted I'd love to give it to Microsoft, but their presentation was so ass that I just can't every time I try to justify it i'm like you know what they've even got a financing option where you can get game pass and whatever xbox you choose for like 25 or 35 dollars a month now it sounds like you're leasing it and you'll never own it so it's just another thing that you would subscribe to which to be honest i pay i think 10 or 15 bucks a month now for game pass so it would only be another 10 dollars to have the new xbox But I don't like the thought of just handing them $25 a month and never owning it. I don't like that about bills in general. I don't know why no one ever discusses the fact that we just have to pay for a service forever. Like, you're always going to be paying for electricity or water or the internet or cable or something like that like it it never stops and that to me feels odd a forever bill normally you're paying down now if they want to set that price real high let's say when you're 18 and you get your first bill from the electric company and i know this isn't possible but hear me out you get your first bill and you basically owe them a million dollars for the rest of your life even if you never pay it off that seems like something that i would be okay with like yeah let me pay it down and maybe one day maybe i hit the lottery and i just pay it off and i never have to pay for those services again doesn't that sound nice but capitalism and i'm a fan of capitalism so i'm not totally knocking it back to the xboxes i just feel like i'm not gonna give you 35 dollars for four years let's do the math on that i would rather just give you 500 dollars just seems better to me even though i'll have to pay for game pass and then they came out and you know to xbox's credit or microsoft's credit again i love the fact that they have bundled ea play for those of you who don't know it used to be called ea access which i did pay for um it's mainly older ea games Like, you won't get this Madden, Madden 21. You can get Madden 20 all the way back to wherever they stop it. You might get a free trial for this year's. But ultimately, they've got a ton of great games that aren't just sports-related. Star Wars Fallen Order and the Battlefields and there was something with machines, but I don't remember the name because it didn't interest me. My point is... That's still a hell of a bundle. And I don't know what happened to the talks of Xbox Game Pass being on Nintendo Switch. But that's one more reason to go ahead and give Microsoft their money for their subscription service. I would love to be able to play adult games on my Nintendo Switch. I've got Streets of Rage and Cuphead. And I don't know that Cuphead is meant for children. But it looks like it i can only imagine that it infuriates far more children than adults like i would never let my son play cuphead on my switch when he gets able to because i know he's going to send that thing flying and then i have to explain to him what 300 dollars is and i'm not looking forward to that but yeah a lot of uh good reasons to get the next xbox but most importantly sony where are you why have you been so silent? Sony has been quieter than Tory Lanes after he shot Megan Thee Stallion. That doesn't make sense. They haven't committed a crime that I'm aware of, but I would love to know what's been going on. Did they have to free someone? Have they been fighting racism silently and when they come out they're going to be like, "Hey, the PlayStation 5 is going to cost 450. Also, we killed Donald Trump." So, you're welcome. Yeah, I pronounce tomato-tomato. You guys are gonna, like, mask my voice, though, right? I don't want people to recognize me. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, I pronounce tomato-tomato, and, um, I'm also not allowed near, you know, schools because some lady said she caught me trying to finger her daughter. First of all, her daughter was coming on to me, and, you know, I'm not a pedophile. This kid... Comes up to me wearing booty shorts. I have no idea how old she is. She could be six, she could be nine. I don't know. So, anyway, um, she screams when she sees my hand going onto her daughter's leg, which there was a mosquito, and I will fight that to the death in court. And um, she screams, he's fingering my kid, he's fingering my kid. And all these parents start chasing me, and people kept trying to, like, stab me. You'd be surprised, the amount of parents that have weapons in their strollers. Um, and yeah, you know, that's who I am. But uh, it's tomato. See it. Well, it's September 11th, and who can ever forget... That today is not a federal holiday yet. Feels like we should not have work, school, or anything like that on September 11th. I thought it would take a decade, but here we are, almost two decades later, and nope. But anyway, uh, I did want to share where I was because it's such a monumental day. Um, I was actually in basic training in uh, Fort Jackson, Fort Jackson, uh, South Carolina and you know it's funny because i i hated being in the military I'm not a fan of authority and all that one day i'll describe the situation that led me there but i was taking a journal of every day that i was away from home just because i thought it would be something i'd like to you know look back on and i haven't read it but i do keep that journal with me and have since 2001 um That day, I remember uh, early in the morning, I was raking leaves on a front house battalion, which is like raking leaves on a football field. It was such a big yard. I hate chores. My mother used me like a slave when I was a kid, and I feel like that is why, like I get angry, angrier than anybody should about having to do the smallest chores. Um, now I'm an adult and a father and a husband now so I do them because they need to be done but it took a long time to get to this place it used to give me such anger if someone even asked me to take out the trash um, so there I am angry and I'm raking leaves on this battalion and uh, another private runs over to me and he's like hey man uh, did you hear what happened And I'm like no And he's like, well, apparently on the news, uh, they just flew a plane into the World Trade Center. I'm from Virginia, and I had been to New York once, maybe twice, but that meant nothing to me. And I know, I know, it was horrible, and it was what happened. I've just always been pretty detached, so... Sorry, I, I really didn't have a lot of feels about that because I didn't know anybody or have any family that worked in there. I didn't even know anybody in New York at that point. And I'm like, all right, man, I hear you, but uh, I'm doing something because in my mind, I'm just super angry to be raking these leaves. But my drill sergeant told me I had to do it. So I'm doing it. So he leaves me alone because I gave him a lot more attitude than he deserved for trying to tell me the news and uh, then, like, I feel like it was within 10 minutes, another dude comes running over and he's like, Yo, man, did you hear? And I'm like, Do I look busy? Because I am busy. And he's like, No, oh, man, I think we're going to war. And right there, he had my full attention because I did not sign up thinking that war was a possibility. I signed up for free college money so when he said war it wasn't so much fear as it was panic my luck is terrible so it was kind of like reality once again chose to punch me in the nose and it was like boop you didn't expect that did you and now look now you're fucking going to war so my mindset is totally whoa that's not what I'm here for no, no no, we can't go to war I literally ran around and most of the people that I came across were super patriotic and they're like oh we're gonna get these motherfuckers I can't wait to kill somebody send me to him now meanwhile I am more like no we can't go to war they're gonna sign a treaty or something like that. That's how we'll put an end to terrorism. I went to my drill sergeant, I went to my chaplain, and I got them both at the same time because I remember their expression when I asked this question. And a chaplain is kind of like a a priest or a pastor. Think of him like that guy in prison who comes and spends time with a death row inmate right before they fry his fucking brains up. So I had the both of them in front of me And I'm just like, okay, so I'm hearing a lot of people say the word war. Um, I just wanted to run this past you guys and see if this makes any sense. So I'm not going to war if we do end up doing that, right? Because I'm the oldest, the only son, a college student, right? And they both just start laughing. And I think they looked at me like that was the stupidest thing that they had ever heard and the chaplain not even my drill sergeant who was being paid to be mean to me the chaplain goes you signed up and then i just stood there and let the truth wash over me so later that day they like gathered everyone in this field and i'm we're talking about a lot of soldiers And I imagine that there was something like this going on at pretty much every base across maybe even the world. And they uh, had this big screen and they played this message that I assume only soldiers got to hear. Uh, It was an address from the president at the time, George W. Bush and he you know he gave a pretty good speech kind of rallying the troops i saw a lot of people getting really pumped up and motivated and in the sea of all of that patriotism was me thinking what the fuck am i gonna do i'm not supposed to be here this is not why i came here and i remember writing a a two-page entry because i was like you know what i have a feeling September 11th will be a day that people will remember and this is before social media and all that but I knew that it was going to be one of those things that you just can't forget in my lifetime anyway and um, you know since I have lived in New York for uh, about six and a half years now I certainly have a different look on that I can't imagine what it must have been like in this city. But that's my little story of where I was when this shit went down. I always think it's funny to think about like somewhere there is a person who beat up Conor McGregor when they were children, and I'm sure that that comes up sometimes. But it can't come up too much, otherwise he he'll just want to fight you again to prove that times have changed. Like get into a party, hey Jimmy. What's going on, guys? Yeah, hey, Jimmy here. He beat up Conor McGregor. Oh, uh, you know, I... i It was a long time ago. You know, Conor's here at the party. Uh, We should go get him. Do it again. No. No, he would just kill me. Now, what's up, Conor? How, how are you, man? What? No, I'm not coming over there so that you can put me in a headlock. Get out of here. You want to show the guys... Uh, you knocked the last guy you fought out before you retired. Nah, I don't wanna be. I don't wanna be the one that you do it on what? You just see if you can tap me out. Of course you can tap me out. No, stop, don't don't touch me. Alright, alright, I'm leaving. Let's see it. Semi controversial Facebook status posted. Comment. Aw dude, come on man, you could've kept this to yourself. Comment. Holy shit, I'm just here for the rest of the comments, they're getting ready to fry your ass. Comment. Why would you say something like this? I thought we were friends. Comment. When I see you it's on, and you still owe me four dollars. Comment. Is this about me? Comment. I never liked you anyway. Comment. Your ex was right. You're a total asshole, man. Comment from poster. Wait, this is all because I don't know the chick from Precious's real name? see it. Yeah, I pronounce tomato tomato. But see, the thing about me is I never really like people telling me how to do things, what to do, like, who the fuck are you, man? A probation officer, he told me, all right, there'll be no weed smoking. I was like, pshh, that ain't got shit to do with smoking crack, though. My son turned two years old on Wednesday, and, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about how time flies, When you have kids I don't know that the last two years flew Because I can still recall so many details Like they just happened yesterday But the day that uh, my wife went into labor And we had to go to the hospital That day does seem like it was forever ago Like I remember we went for a walk I tell you to do that when you start going into labor I guess it helps uh, to get you dilated And then we got back, she did puzzles, she likes puzzles, and then she got to the point where she's like, I think we need to go. And, uh, as soon as we left my apartment building, there were three comics that I knew, they looked like they had just come from a basketball game. Now, clearly she's very pregnant, but... I remember it almost seemed like they were trying to stop to have a conversation with us. And we're running to a car so that we can go to the hospital. And I'm like, good to see you guys. I think I seemed rude, but at the same time, so much more was going on. I remember the car ride over the bridge. And just thinking like, holy shit, I am actually going to be a father within the next, like, day or so. You never know. Could take a weekend. And, um, kind of did because she began labor... Like late Friday, he was born very early Sunday. That's a long time. And I am glad that I didn't have to go through any of that pain. Um, It's weird. Spending so much time in that hospital. Thankfully, they had chargers everywhere. I did download Avengers Affinity War onto my phone so that at my most bored and just in case they wouldn't let me in a room or if I had to wait elsewhere, I would have something to like tide me over. But no, there wasn't really any time for that. I think I watched it Sunday morning around 5 o'clock as she was trying to get a little sleep when they finally gave her drugs and that is what I wanted to talk about. So she wanted to do it naturally. Which is cool. I mean, me personally, I enjoy the thought of taking on as much pain as you can. And since that is known to be about the most pain that any human can go through right on. But at the same time, I was like, "Mm, you don't have to. Like, if you get to a point where you want drugs, there's no judgment here. If anything, like, like if I was a woman, I would probably take the drugs. I would feel it for a little bit and like, okay, that is as much pain as they described. Now let's do the drugs. Let them kick in. But when she asked for drugs, eventually it took another like four hours for someone to actually give the drugs. That is such a long time. And I remember just running around frantically like, can somebody find the person who's supposed to give out the drugs? she's dying she was doing this thing where whenever a new contraction came about she would just try to like go dead which was just funny to watch but very painful and it looked very painful and it's hard to think that that was only two years ago and then like he was this little thing barely bigger than my hand now he's this little person running and hurting himself because he's totally unaware of any dangers in the world. We were at the park the other day on his birthday and again in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Hispanic people seem to care nothing about the pandemic. They don't want to wear a mask. They would like to be as close to you as possible, potentially inside you because I still have to shove one almost daily and he though he does wear his mask and he finally keeps it on but he just wants to run up to all of the maskless Hispanic people that he can find it is very frustrating I had to drag him away this this family was not Hispanic they were sitting on a bench at the park and eating out in the open i don't know why go home for that but they're eating they've removed their masks and he does this thing he's like a dog sometimes where he'll just come over even if he literally just finished eating he will come over and get right in your face while you're eating like what what you got there like a bully in high school in the cafeteria are you gonna eat all of those tater tots or can i have some while they're already palming your tater tots And so I I let him do it a couple of times. His mom's trying to pull him away, and he keeps coming back. And then I come over in a not-so-passive-aggressive, but take-it-as-you-will type way. And I'm like, buddy, not only do you have your own food, because we had just grabbed him some special snacks for his birthday. it's like, not only do you have your own food, but this family doesn't have their masks on. And I said it loud because I wanted them to know, like, What are you doing? You're at a park with children, other people's children, and you don't care. For shame. I hope they get the kind of herpes that comes through your clothes. Did anyone see Mulan? I'm sure you didn't. My plan was originally to buy it because my wife wants to see it. I just couldn't force myself to do it. Now, if she opens Disney Plus and gets it right on, do I want to watch it? No. But here's what I saw that was kind of disappointing. They're saying that it didn't do very well. Now, aside from the fact that no one gives a fuck about Mulan, especially if they don't have Mushu the Dragon, um, there's also uh, the lead actress, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce that name, She apparently uh, said some things regarding police in Hong Kong, I believe, and there was a bit of a boycott called for. I'm not going to pretend like I was boycotting it, but it did give me one more reason to be like, hmm, and I already don't like you. But apparently, based on the performance that it had, Disney will not be dropping Black Widow on Disney Plus in a similar fashion. I really hope that's not true. Because they, they aren't related at all. No one was beating down doors asking for Mulan. No one gives a fuck about Mulan. We will, however, pay ridiculous amounts for Black Widow. Now, if you want to release it in theaters because some crazy motherfuckers went out there and actually saw Tenet in theaters, I get that. Make your money. But let's do this. Put it in theaters so that people who want that movie-going experience can have it, and then maybe like a week or two later I'll avoid all social media. A week or two later, Drop it on Disney Plus for like 40 and let the people who don't want to get COVID, let us watch it at home where I can smoke my weed and have my Indian food and get up and pause and go to the bathroom. All that stuff. I mean, that's just... But again, I never really liked the movie-going experience. Seems crazy because I have done like film reviews for very popular sites in the past but what I loved about that was generally we were in a private screening not with the general public nothing against people I do hate people but nothing against people but it's more so I just don't enjoy watching movies with strangers I never have I don't want to sit next to a stranger little things bother me like I will go to see Marvel movies in the past uh, the night that they open, but you know what I hate about it? For one, I need a cherry icy when I go to the movies. And I don't like having to go to the bathroom because you always have to pick like, okay, and what do I want to miss because I am not going to sit there and ruin my bladder and my body trying to hold it for three hours. So I generally go the moment anything romantic pops up in an MCU film, like uh, within Avengers Infinity War, the moment that Vision and Scarlet Witch appeared on screen. I was like, I'm going. And I went to the bathroom, raced back, and I sat down right before they started getting attacked by the Black Order. And my friend Chris was like, that was fucking excellent timing. And I was like, thank you. I didn't care about Vision and Scarlet Witch's romance. Worked out for me. But the the cheering. Like I would never go see a Star Wars film. In theaters. Like right away. Because I remember when they first released the trailer. For The Force Awakens. I forget what movie it was in front of. People started cheering. And I couldn't hear. What the trailer was saying. And I was like okay. Okay that's enough. Like I don't want anybody else's input. I'll talk all through a movie. At home. But if you try to talk to me in a movie theater, I'm not going to shush you the first time. But I will give you a look that I believe says, stop talking to me. I paid $25 or whatever they're charging for IMAX 3D once this whole thing is over. Might be 50 I just want to watch this movie and then we can discuss when we are outside talk in a trailer if you like if i don't care but if i do like it i'm not even gonna look at you while you speak to me to let you know he's not paying attention i just don't get why people love that big experience now don't get me wrong i do love marvel movies in imax 3d but that's it i don't ever need to go get crammed next to strangers and now they do reserved seating in my favorite theater in new york So everybody gets real weird about where they want to sit. Me personally, I always try to pick something right behind the handicap section. That way I don't have people like right in front of me. There's like a bar and a drop. And I always, always pick the aisle. Because I'm not going to fight with you over the armrest. And if I got to go to the bathroom, I don't want to have to say, excuse me, do I hate because I have very long legs. Do I hate when people need to go to the bathroom all the time? Certainly. But I would much rather try to shimmy out of your way than try to step over some rude person who refuses to move and it's like, oh, okay, man, I'll just kick your popcorn while I'm trying to do some weird maneuver to get back into that aisle. But having said that, I just hope that come November they find some way to give Black Widow to the people who aren't going to go out there and risk getting sick for it because I can wait, Disney I won't wait forever, but I can